Hello, and welcome to Solar Power Europe's new podcast, Shine On PolicyCast, where we dive deep into the EU policy files relevant to solar and the energy transition. Thanks for tuning in, and make sure to subscribe. I'm your host, Bethany Maben, Press Advisor at Solar Power Europe, and today we're joined by Dries Eke, our Policy Director. Hello, Dries. Hi, Bethany. So today the European Commission has just published its communication on the Green Deal Industrial Plan. So what is it and what does it mean for European solar manufacturing? Yeah, yeah, the Green Deal Industrial Plan. Uh, it's a long-awaited move uh, from the European Commission to uh, actually also consider the consequences of the of the energy transition from a supply chain uh, point of view. Uh, so, to your question, what is it? What is it about? It's actually looking at upgrading uh, uh, four things. Uh, first of all, the regulatory environment uh, around. Uh, manufacturing and strategic key value chains. Uh, then also looking at the financing that is needed uh, for Europe to actually play its role yeah, uh, in that in that uh, value chain. Uh, and then there's two other categories: one on skills, which will of course be important. Uh, do we still have those skills in Europe uh, after a, a couple of decades of deindustrialization? Yeah. And then the last thing is about trade, because that, of course, remains important. And we're not going to, Europe is not planning on on, uh, on completely, uh, let's say, uh, relying on itself. We'll still be operating in a global uh, trade system. Uh, so that is that is an important pillar as well. So it sounds like it's a good moment for the solar sector. And it's uh, something that we've been talking about for years. But then what would be your concerns about uh, landing this and making sure this historic moment is everything we need it to be? Yeah, well, concerns. I mean, uh, by and large, this is an, uh, a historic and important move. Yeah? Uh, I also, uh, let's say, empathize with the people, the European leaders, uh, to put it that way. It's 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 quite a tricky moment. You really have to rebalance um, uh, traditional ways of looking at competition rules, state aid, internal markets, with a new global context. So it, it is it is it is uh, important to make the right choices uh, now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we're by and large pleased to just see that that supply chains and that solar manufacturing is understood as a, st- a topic of strategic importance finally yeah we cannot just continue we need diversification of supply chains uh, across the world yeah, including a european base so in that sense it's uh, this is all a very positive story of course we have some concerns because um uh, yeah i mean uh, we would really hope the european commission can maintain its focus um, on what really are the key strategic technologies and supply chains that are under threats, let's say, and under threat I mean of uh, competition from other parts in the world where they do have assertive industrial policy already. Uh, uh, China, of course, traditionally, but also it's proliferating. Yeah? Uh, India, uh, and then of course, most famously, the United States uh, with the Inflation Reduction Act. So we obviously have to do something, but what we, Europe can really make a mistake that is typically European by wanting to please everybody a little bit instead of actually doing the thing that is needed for the key strategic value chains. And, you know, I work for solar, but objectively, solar is part of that. Yeah. Great. Um, and so then if we zoom out a bit and go back to why this is all necessary, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit there, um, but maybe give us an overview of, of the global um, landscape for renewable manufacturing at the minute. I mean, there's moves in America, India, Turkey, China, of course. 
Um, but why is it so important that we have this Green Deal industrial plan? Yeah, exactly. Indeed. So the, these global moves are recent, yeah, because we are. I mean, we are entering the 21st century. Yeah? It's a different. It's a different time and age. We are moving. Uh, we're we're changing the way we use energy, and that obviously comes with different concerns and with different dependencies that we have to have a look at. So, by and large, what we're seeing here is just an, a maturing of this agenda, a, a coming of age of uh, decarbonization. So, in, this was inevitable, uh, and some other parts of the world are just a little faster than Europe and that's of course regrettable from one point of view but of course at the same time also uh, yeah, we also applaud that, that, that the news has trickled down and that action is being taken. Yeah? Um, but what is quite remarkable if you look at those international movements a lot of that is about solar. Yeah, um, in India, in China, in Turkey, this they have dedicated industrial strategies primarily on solar. Of course, in the United States, it's about a whole range of things. Uh, solar features there very prominently too. But it, I think it's quite clear that solar deserves its um, its um, priority focus in Europe as well, because a lot of the supply chain in this key strategic decision uh, sector will be kind of defined by global competition for that, and. If Europe is not part of that, we will just increase our dependency on one supplier even more than today, because there's a solar boom on the deployment side as well. We shouldn't forget that. So Indian solar, American solar, it's not going to come to Europe. It's going to supply domestic markets where there's also a solar boom in India, in, uh, in, in, in America. So in that sense... Those people that I sometimes hear that think like, okay, great, diversification is already happening because the U.S. is taking action, India, Turkey, they, they miss that point on the deployment side. It's actually a bit counterintuitive, but it, it will make Europe more dependent on, on Chinese imports because we, are, we, we become their only main market for the Chinese uh, suppliers. So they, they, they will kind of um, focus on that. So it is really now the moment for Europe to, 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 uh, to, to put its foot down and to uh, create its own um, uh, manufacturing base and basically to reserve its seats at the table of the 21st century geopolitical discussion. Right, so we're putting our foot down and reserving a seat at the table. Um, so then what's what's next for the Green Deal Industrial Plan and uh, Renewable Industrial Strategy as a whole? Well, in um, uh, basic uh, process terms, so this is now uh, published on the website and adopted by the Commission. Uh, next step is the heads of state, so a European Council, uh, next week already, uh, 7th and 8th of February or, uh, or 8th and 9th. Um, that's going to be fun. I think some early, some immediate reactions from certain member states uh, also last week uh, indicate that uh, it's going to be a hot conversation. You, you really have two camps here. Um, those uh, those member states like uh, the Netherlands and, 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 and also Germany to some extent, but I think that's more nuanced. Uh, but the frugal countries, so the Netherlands are taking a bit of a leading role, really want to avoid, uh, let's say, uh, some, uh, some, some unlimited helicopter money uh, being, uh, being spent, uh, relaxation of state aid and all of that. Uh, while some other countries like France and everything really believe that, that uh, it's now the time to uh, have a proper, let's say, state-funded industry plan, uh, not, not to lose out. And, and, and I'm sure the truth is in the middle and i think that's the balance that we will, we will need to find um so that's an important moment that the european council next week and then what that's the next step is and then the actual uh, legislative proposals yeah so that still needs to come today was 
just the communication, uh, to put it that way. And we expect that for early March or for some time in March. And that's when the actual net zero industry acts and the critical raw materials act. So legislative proposals will be published by the European Commission. So February 8th and 9th and uh, the middle of March, perhaps, are the next key dates on this uh, timeline. But thanks very much, Dries, for your, for your inputs and we'll, we'll keep watching this space. Thank you, Bethany. Thanks for listening to Shine On Policycast. We love to hear your feedback, so do get in touch. Don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to catch the next edition of Shine On Policycast. 